Hey there everyone, my name is Colt Canada, and welcome back to another episode of Hillbilly Ballers Banter. In this episode, myself and my buddy Grossi give our top 5 lists on the best fat athletes of all time, as well as greatest names in sports history. To finish up, we give our all-time baseball lineups, pitchers included. Let's go for a ride. Enjoy. They call me Bandito. I'ma get it when I want it. See my pins lethal. Come to me, you out of pocket. You ain't got no heat, though. My flow is out of the demonic. And I'm living what you want to keep the name. I'll take the profit. Zebras are going to zebra. Not done. I'm that not that done. That's rude. I'm not done. Played in the probably the weakest division in the NFL. Got a golden horseshoe up his ass. And people say superstition is bullshit. Both of you motherfuckers were wrong. Saints. You guys are wrong. If you didn't go to either one of those teams, that's you're wrong. Just don't play with my dogs, my banditos, Sonora, California, waiting in the heat. Opa! What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Hillbilly Ballers Banter. We got another uh, top five. Actually, we got a two top five lists here with me and Grossi down there in Southern California and me always coming from the Valley of the Sun. So we thought this would be a pretty cool little uh, little segment that we we do, you know, every so often in our top fives. But <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. Uh, Who doesn't love a good top five, right? Right. And especially with these, like, they're pretty unique. So Christian gave me, what was it, like three weeks ago, gave me like probably 15 different ideas. Yeah, we just threw a bunch of them. Just yeah. a bunch of them together. So this Just one, I think, that out, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Right, right. This one is going to be fun to, like I say, I can go in to, let's go like top five fattest athletes. That and just to, just to clarify, we're not, we're not, we're not making fun of these guys for being fat. All these guys are top of the line athletes that, you know, put up the numbers to be on our list. <laughs> it's almost like we're not making fun of them because it's like, we're like envious. Like how can you be this big and like produce the way you do and like are this good at your sport? Right, all right. So I'll start with you, G. So give me, give me your, uh, give me your fifth. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I got, I had a lot of uh, OLIs outside looking ins, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, but like just to name a few, I had a, uh, Pablo Sandoval, we, we all know you love that guy. One of your favorite Braves player ever, right? Oh my God, dude, don't get me started. He was a two-way player too, on the mound. <laughs> Getting it done for you guys on the mound. <laughs> um, I had, uh, I wanted to put him on the list. I had Jumbo Diaz for the okay. Braves. You still, you see he's still throwing. I think he's in the uh, league in Mexico. I think down so, there. Yeah. Jumbo Diaz uh i had cc sabathia i wanted to put on there uh andy ruiz you know the boxer uh but number five on my list i i had a golf wrong here i had john daly yep okay that's my five also oh he's on your top five yeah that's my five number five he's always yeah. been known as a big guy and like didn't care about his health you know he's always drinking and smoking cigarettes <laughs> as a professional athlete <laughs> but he had two majors he had like two major wins and um I think he, I was looking at him. He, he was like the first golfer to average over 300 yards, like all year long. So that, thir- that 30 for three that he has is hilarious. Like grip in and rip it. Like <laughs> yeah. dude, he's like just getting fucked up and like, he's lost how many relationships with how many different fucking family members and wives because of his drinking. Does not care. Does not care. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my number five. And 
Um, yeah, that was a pretty good 30 for 30. But number four, I had, uh, I put an MMA fighter. I put a Daniel Cormier. I don't know. I don't know how close he followed his, his career. You know, he was a, he was a, a wrestler, you know, an Olympic wrestler. And right. he's like an All-American uh, for uh, Oklahoma State University. And, you know, that's one of the top programs in the, in the, uh, in the world. I mean, for college sports, I mean, in the U.S. Doesn't he train in like, uh, in like San Jose or something? Yeah, he's actually the coach for Gilroy. Uh, uh, I think uh, I don't. I think Gilroy High School. Gilroy. Yeah, you know Gilroy. You know Gavlin Gilroy. High School. Or Gavlin College. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like he coaches there. But he was, you know, he was a an Olympic athlete. He uh, and he went on like pretty old, uh, pretty late in his career. He went into UFC and MMA. I mean, and uh, right off the bat, he won like a Strike Force heavyweight Grand Prix, and then ended up winning. Uh, the light heavyweight belt and then the heavyweight belt too so one of the few guys that have won, has won two uh belts in two different weight class but he i mean he's known to be chunky you know exactly mm -hmm. you know he takes off a shirt he's pretty soft around <laughs> the middle he had i think he had some trouble with the uh, weight once or once or twice you know I, oh i believe uh, it yeah but i mean dude I, he was one of the best in the world for a while so and again like uh, like, yeah. like you can be like Who's to say he's not like in shape? He's probably definitely in shape, like to go fucking how many rounds? But like his body yeah. like, doesn't like reflect it, and he's still like to me like that's unbelievable. Because when yeah. I'll, basically everybody on my list when I get mine is like it's, like these guys like are this like fucking huge and like they're this like athletic like yeah. how how? And then and then I was looking at all the guys just like their their numbers in college or even like high school that you know the best athlete like before right. they became you know well known of course right so on my third one he's he's pretty well known for being like a big guy and like a really good athlete like legendary athlete is uh vince wilfork okay i like so i, like I don't it. want to put a uh change it up a little bit i mean add some uh, football but i mean like all the cool stories that came out about him like just being him you know, kicking, like he's fucking no 40 problem. yard field goals and shit too like oh, no problem yeah, yeah dude is legit yeah I like that, dude. I, I that was not one I, I I looked at at all. And he was a uh, what do you call it? He he went from he went to I was looking him up. He went to University of Miami, and uh, you know he balled out there. But he was a uh, also did track and field. He he did shot put, and he had like the school record there. For a while. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, and, and they use him like from time to time on the offense. Also, like they would yeah. put him like in fullback or whatever, like a, like a fourth tight end, like yeah. Yeah, definitely athletic, man. That's a good one. I, I did not think about that one. Yeah. Um, number two, I had uh, Babe Ruth. Okay, yeah. I mean, that has to be on the list, right? Yeah. For smoking cigarettes and fucking... <laughs> Drinking beers and eating hot dogs. Yeah. Like, trotting and, around the... And he's the also bit. fucking throwing seven innings and also hitting <laughs> two bombs a game. So, so yeah, that's definitely... Uh, Definitely should be on the top five. I'm I'm guessing your number one is probably the same as mine. Yeah, I had a Bartolo Colon. Yep, of course. <laughs> <You did too. laughs> of course. <laughs> Big sexy. Yep, legendary. Hell yeah, dude. That's my guy, Bartolo. Like I had a longer career too. Yeah, a long the, career. Dude, the thing about Bartolo too, like going back to what you're saying too, like, dude wasn't he was like slender and slim when he first came in the league throwing 98, 99. And yeah. like progressively just got like 
his game change, his, like, his arsenal change. He went from being like a strikeout pitcher to like a contact pitcher. And then he went from fucking 190 to 220, like fucking overnight. And dude, that motherfucker is huge. Just didn't have a neck and just like set his hat on top of his head. He was so big. So like, <laughs> but like still making plays. You remember he made a play. There's like a, a swinging bunt like on the first baseline. He, he throws the ball behind his back. Behind his back. You know? like, what? I, I'd fall on my face if I even tried that. Well, what about the bomb he hit in San Diego a few years ago, dude? <laughs> his at bats too. Like he'd be swinging the stomach falls over his face. <laughs> well, like. <laughs> Being a Braves fan, like we had him for a couple of years, and like, dude, you never knew what you were gonna get. Like, you really like, yeah, flip a coin. yeah, flip a coin. Right. He's either gonna ball or make himself look like a goddamn idiot. And he went. He's been all around the league too, because he was with the Angels for a year. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I mean, I wish they re-signed him, but it's like he was there for like a year. But he went. But I don't know. The Angels were done with him, and he ended up pitching like for another eight or nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere, dude. And like that yeah. was the thing too. Is like he was so effective even late in his career. It's crazy. Yeah, he pitched well for the Mets at the end of his years. Mm-hmm. And there's so been my, like, go ahead, go ahead. What was that? I was just gonna say, you know, there's there's still videos of where's he from? The Dominican. I yeah, either there or like you know Puerto Rico or. You can no, you know, I think he's, he's DR. Yeah, so like there's videos of him on Instagram and stuff, just carving up uh, kids and uh, he's still uh, pitching. You know, little league, you know, little you know, just throwing to the kids in uh, the neighborhood, you know. Guaranteed that fool hasn't seen his dick in like two years. You remember that story that came out about him where like he had a secret family? Yes. <laughs> dude, that's the thing about all that. these guys, dude. Like, there's so much like shit, but like, how old are they? Like, we don't know how old they are. Like, what's going? Like, what's their family like? Like, their agent can make up any fucking storyline they want and put it out. Like, if you're that good of a prospect, who gives a shit, right? Like, right. Pool holes is not the age he says he is. There's no, no fucking way. No way. No way. There's a lot of guys you could just point to, you know, right. look at. But you know, that's that's how the sport is right now. Nobody's gonna really dig into it. But anyways, what would you have for your top five? So I had daily at five also. Uh-huh. Like I said, that thirty for thirty is definitely worth a watch. I think it's called a uh, grip it and rip it. Uh-huh. And uh, he probably has what over twenty something arrests. So which is. <laughs> i think i was also reading like one of uh the tournaments in uh, uh las vegas he just took his paycheck he took half of it and lost it all in slots like half <laughs> the whole page it was like i think he had a 1.5 dollar a million dollar payout and like half of it lost the slots <laughs> like that weekend zero hero i mean if you fucking flip that to double it then all of a sudden you're the fucking greatest man of all time right yeah all right well i, I have my num- number four that you didn't have i have tony Gwynn. Oh, yeah, Tony Gwynn. So without that shortened season in 94, dude was on pace to hit 400. And there's only a handful of people in history to hit 400. So I think – and then also when he went to – was it University of San Diego or San Diego State where he coached? Uh-huh. I've heard, like, players, like, come, like – he didn't, like, really help me. He just said, like, you know, like, just get in the box and, like – swing like when you see a fastball swing hit it like like yeah i get like what you're saying but dude like it's not as easy for like random people like us like it was for you like that's a that's a problem you hear that with a lot of like really great hitters that tried to come back and coach it's like no it's just mark mcguire you know mark was McGuire, yep. mm-hmm. the guy, it just didn't work out you just gotta you know turn on it it's like no that pitch is 100 miles an hour 
It's not yeah, that easy, bro. <laughs> so uh, my number three was Shaq. Shaq. I was, so when, yeah. So when he came out, though, like, like we talked about off air, like he was, he was jacked. Like he was a fucking built dude. He was like, you know, obviously seven foot two, but he was not fat by any means. And then all of a sudden, the NBA, the what's that? When you play for the Orlando Magic? Yeah, when, when you play for the Magic in the LSU. And, like, dude, yeah. like, all of a sudden, like, everything changed to where, like, you have a big man, get him as big as you want and throw him into the paint and just let him fucking back him down. And, like, and when he went to the Lakers, correct me if I'm wrong, like, they had Matumbo with the Sixers. There was, uh, like, a handful of big men in the NBA. Like, that's <clears> – <throat> was the prototypical you have to get the biggest fucking dude and Shaq put on so much weight between Orlando and LA. That's when he became Shaq Diesel. The Diesel. Yeah, the <laughs> and he Diesel. just run people over. Right, dude. Big guys, sure. you know. I was watching a, a, a highlight of him a, a little while ago just uh, backing down David Robinson. No problem. No problem. Yeah. For real. Like, and it, he just even when you play for the Heat, like, when they won that championship, that was, like, the very tail end of, like, the big men. Dude, he was yeah. dominating every fu- – just – he just put his fat ass and just back down. And, like, if you, if you got triple team, he just dished out to D-Wade and D-Wade hit a, a jumper or whatever, you know? Like, it wasn't fair. But, yeah, like – Who was it that came out recently? Was it Rudy Gobert uh, came out? He said he would uh, dominate Shaq. Yeah. Like, in his prime. <laughs> You know what, though? Maybe in, like, today's roles, because how, like, touchy uh, the yeah, fouls yeah. are, maybe, maybe, but even at that. I don't know, man. But, just, you know, like, the stretch so five. Good. The stretch five is a real thing. Like, you, yeah. centers aren't the way they are back then. Like, now they, they can fucking come out and shoot the fucking three-pointer. But it would be fun to see how Shaq would play in today's game, you know? Hell yeah, it would be. Because, you know what? Maybe he might, like, be a type of person that does change the type of game. Like, He's that good at what he does. Maybe he would like change it. So, right. But, but yeah, you know, I don't think we'll. I mean, we're not going to see anybody that quite like Shaq. You know, there's, you know, there's guys like Giannis. I mean, but like, like true big men like like Shaq. It's not going to be like him. You know, plain and simple. He's just plain and simple. What's that? Three, three is more than two, and that's what the NBA is all about. Get shooters. And you score more threes than they do, you're gonna win. The big man is like so irrelevant in this like game. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. But Here's your uh, number three. Uh, I had well, Shaq was three. I had Babe two and and uh, Big Sexy number one. So we kind of agreed on two and one. Okay. Okay. So let me let me uh, read off this this website's uh, top. 10 real fast and there's gonna be some names like holy shit we you guys actually it's top 15 okay john crook oh yeah uh-huh Cookie? one of the best hitters ever what about butterbean butterbean i wanted to i was thinking about putting him on was the boxer <laughs> phil castle that uh hockey player i i'm not a big hockey friend but i definitely know who the fuck he was he was like yeah this guy uh-huh. Uh-huh. david wells Oh, yeah. I want to put him on my list. He threw that no-hitter. Uh, was it a perfect game or a no-hitter? It was a perfect I, well, game. Oh, it was a perfect game? Yeah, Here, listen, this. listen to this. Minus hitting a lot of the same could be said about Wells, who, accordingly to him, threw his May 17th, 1998 perfect game, half drunk with bloodshot eyes, 
monster breath and a raging skull ha- rattling hangover. Yeah. Sounds I, about right. <laughs> I read about <laughs> it. He said he got, he got to the clubhouse or like he got into the hotel. I, I think it was an away game at Minnesota I was reading. And uh, anyways, he got to the hotel at like 5.30 in the morning and he started that game. And he said he was still drunk when he got to the, the ballpark. And uh, ending up eating a little bit. And, it says, you know, yeah, after having spent the entire night and most of the morning drinking, it was probably safe to say eating was the best thing for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and he said, because uh, his brother was in town, that's why he went out. And, you know, he threw the, he threw, uh, the game, the perfect game, and uh, then he went back out with his uh, brother that night. He said, at he night? Didn't I, sleep. Yeah, he didn't sleep that night either. So like, he was up for like two days straight. Hell Yeah. <laughs> And then here's here's one up your alley, Tyson Fury at 11. Okay. Oh, yeah, Tyson Fury. That's, a, that's another good one. And so this is one that I had on both this list and the other list, like kind of debating for names and fat guys in sports. Prince Fielder. Oh, yeah. He's uh, on my OLI, outside looking in on both my lists, too. Mm-hmm. Then we had Charles Barkley, of course, Chuck, right? Yeah. And then this is the one that I thought for sure would be on your list. Big show. Big show. We're talking about the. Um, the wrestler. The big show. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay, I thought, that's I thought you were going with the big show. Yeah. He was a giant for a while and then he came. Right. Out. Right. Big show, but he was in the man. He was in the WCW and the WWE for years. For years. Yeah. Then we had Bartolo at seven. Daily at six. Win at five, Shaq at four. Okay, here's one that we didn't have, and we're not soccer fans, but Rolando is that Rolando. three? Yeah, seen pictures. Then what? Here, here's another uh, UFC. I don't even fucking know how to pronounce his name. Fedor in Emilianenko. There you go. Fyodor Emilianenko. He's he's the two. Russian guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. He so. He was like before UFC like became mainstream. He was part of like Pride, yeah, just a big Russian dude. But dude would swing hammers, knock people out. And but like he was like the best heavyweight. And he's only like two thirty. So like he'd be and in Japan the Pride it was like open weight. So he'd be up against like guys that are three hundred, three fifty plus, like outweighing him by a lot. And he didn't lose for like almost ten years. So he was definitely like a probably the best fighter in the world for a number of years, you know, 10 years. So he's, he's got a pretty cool uh, highlight reel. Like if you ever look up YouTube, you know, he's got some pretty cool highlights. What else is on there? Babe's number one. So Babe's number one. Of course. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty spot on, but yeah, dude, that's, that's crazy. Again, like the size of these human beings and how like in their given sports, how effective they were and like how good they were. It's like, Holy shit yeah unbelievable for sure yeah definitely all respect to these guys you know all these big guys for sure well, let's fucking go over to uh top five names in sports that we uh were chit-chatting about um, this one was hard to narrow down to just five <laughs> and yeah exactly and like i said to you like i uh got my five and then I got like maybe a handful like honorable mentions, but I also like tagged a article kind of like we, what we just did so we can kind of relate, but they 
shows how hard their like top five is because they gave a top 50. So yeah, there's a bunch of them. You want to go first? You go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Last time I had a lot of guys, uh, outside looking in, um, the Kembe Matumbo was on my outside looking in list. Yogi, Yogi Berra, Dick Buckkiss, the football player. Um, Dick Trickle, the NASCAR driver. <laughs> uh, Buck Farmer. Um, number five. This one's just always stuck in my head, though. Uh, I think, I don't know how old he, he I don't know if he might be in his second year. Uh, Lars Newbar. Okay. There was ever a name that was going to be a candy bar. Lars new bar, you know, Lars you go through the candy bar. aisle. It's like, oh, here's a Snickers, here's a, here's a Twig, here's a, here's a new bar, you know. It's like, yeah, I'll take the Lars new bar. But that was my number five. Uh, number four, um, Carmelo Anthony. There you go. Smooth, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, for a while, would you say he's top five in the league for a little bit? I'd say, right? I wouldn't say for a little bit. I'd say probably for like maybe a half decade. Like, Half decade, yeah. Like, dude, Melo. No. He's, like, he's probably the best for maybe. He's, he's definitely. There. I mean, if, if LeBron was there, obviously, it's big hit. But you know, he's he was uh, he got a lot of attention right out of high school, just like uh, LeBron. And they came in the league the same year, right? He won that. Yeah, he won that Natty at Syracuse his fr- his freshman year, oh, yeah, and then that was the year that LeBron went like one over or two overall, whatever, one overall, whatever. And like basically, like that was. Melo's only fucking ring until did he win a ring in the bubble with the Lakers? Um, did he? I think I think so. Yeah, I think he might have. Uh, I'm not to check on that, but like they're he just came. He was still with uh, I don't remember. I have to look that one up. But yeah, like uh, Carmelo, dude. That when we were in high school, like Melo and Bron, like that was those were the names. Like those were. But Carmelo had a lot of good years with Denver, and then um, a lot of good years with Denver. And then, then he, he they were trying to set him up. He went to New York because they were trying to set up a, a LeBron and Carmelo in New mm-hmm. York, I think. And and then he went to Miami. Went to the <laughs> Rest is history. You know what not, could have been? Not one, not two, not three, not four. Shut up, LeBron! You dumb fuck. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he's 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 number four on my names list. Just a smooth name for a basketball player. I like that. Three is not a very well known guy. I wanted to add like all three sports, you know, main sports. So I added a football player, Tim Biakabatuka. What the fuck? Were the... <laughs> all right, give me his background. I have to hear this. You know who that is, right? No. Okay. Tim Biakabatuka. Biakabatuka. No, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean. Where's he from? What year? He was a running running back. Hang on, I'm bringing him up. He, he was a running back for uh, the Panthers. Played at University of Michigan. Um, I almost added uh, Marcus Toyasa Sopo. Okay, yep, yep. I know you know that name because he was with the Raiders for a little mm-hmm. bit. Second string for the Raiders. Forever, yeah. But, yeah, not a very uh, a notable career, Tim Bianca Batuta. Okay. But it's fun to say. There you go. <laughs> I like how you're digging deep because I, I definitely just picked some mainstream ones, so I like this. Yeah. Uh, number two, um, 
I think it's just a classic baseball name, classic nickname, Chipper Jones. Yep. There you go. That's my, uh, what was it? My uh, number five. Chipper Jones. That's such a classic baseball name. Chipper so Jones. So little background. It's his real name's Larry and his grandpa gave him the nickname Chipper because when he was like two or three years old, he was kind of like what he reminded his grandpa of his dad. So they called him a chip off the old block. Ah. So that's how it kind of, but yeah, Larry Jones is, does not look fucking flow, but Chipper Jones yeah. definitely does. That's what I want, you know, anchoring down my lineup in the number <laughs> two spot and playing third base for me. <laughs> uh, number one is uh, play for the A's. Coco Chris. Coco Chris. Coco Chris. <laughs> yeah, Coco Chris. Okay. There's right. every cereal, you know, it's, uh, that's just a classic uh, uh, name, Coco Chris. Played for the A's for a number of years, but. Um, yeah, he, he was a journeyman. He bounced around for sure. Let's see. Yeah. Like, uh, One of those things, you know, you're going down the cereal alley and it's like you'd see Coco Crisp on there. It's like you wouldn't think twice. For real, too. Like, and he was pretty solid, too. It's crazy. Let's see. His name was. Do you have his name? Coco Crisp? His real name. Or is that like. Oh. Mm. While you're looking that up, I'll go on my top five here. Yeah. <clears throat> so I had Chipper. Like I said, like that was my guy growing up. That's my favorite player of all time. So like Chipper Jones is, you know, switch hitting fucking all-time brave. So, you you know, I can't go wrong there. Number four for me, Tiger Woods. I mean, right? Like you, Tiger as a nickname? What he did for golf too. It's just like, you oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. everyone was just no tiger. Like just how long was he dominate golf for? Almost man, I don't know. It seems like two decades. Remember, the top guy. So uh you ever hear how he got his nickname? No. So his real name's Eldrick. Okay. But um his dad was in the military. And his dad's like best friend, companion in the military, whatever. They all called him Tiger. Like that was his nickname. And it was like some sort of like shootout or whatever. And his like best friend like got shot and killed. So like he like made sure that he was going to nickname his first son Tiger after that. And like turned out to be like that guy's family has like reached out and was like so thankful and like pretty cool story for sure. Like if you want to like read about it, I'll send you the link, but it's fucking pretty, pretty cool. That's awesome. And like and still I'm, what he I mean what he does for the game today. Like, you know, he barely plays. He just but you know, yeah, I mean him playing with his son too, like he's still doing oh yeah. So good for the golf the game of golf. And and that's also like golf is so unpredictable, bro. Like he can like win a fucking major in two weeks if like if everything falls right, like he did in the masters. So like every time he like tees off everyone's all eyes on him because like there's always odds on him to win it and like people are always placing their bets on him like, right for sure even though he's you know he almost lost a leg yeah. two years ago and almost never walked had to could block again and here he is playing again so yeah and he he was laboring in the masters man he was laboring bad but uh 
All right, number three was uh, Yogi Berra. No, yeah, he was uh, Yogi Berra. Okay. His first, his first name is Lawrence, actually. Lawrence. Yeah, he got his nickname from a teammate who said that he looks like someone that resembles someone in a movie that was doing yoga. So they named him Yogi. <laughs> okay. I had no idea about that until like, I actually started like doing some research, but that was like when he was super young. So like he's had Yogi for years and years. Okay. Number two, like you can't make this name up like, at all. You're the fastest man in the world. Usain Bolt. Your last name's Bolt and you're the fucking fastest man. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like I try okay. to look up, like, is this his nickname? Is no, like he's he's a Jim Jamaican, right? Yeah. Held it down from Jamaica, just shattered all the records, I'm pretty sure. Just runs fucking so fast, it's not even funny. So so my number one, Magic Johnson. I mean Magic Johnson. Right? I mean so I looked this up too. His first name's Irving, oh, Irvin. And he got his nickname as a 15-year-old from a sports writer. His name was Fred Stan, uh, Stanley, Stan, Stanley Jr. And Magic was 15 years old. He dropped 36 points, 16 rebounds, and 16 assists. And the oh. He was 15. And the beat writer <laughs> gave him Magic as a nickname. Like on the front page of the book stuck stuck it just works so well for him too because he's got that smile too that magic yeah, smile for sure like yeah all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna run down real quick this top 50 on this website because there's some names like we've never heard about that are hilarious or top 40 sorry so let's start from the very beginning we'll go meta world peace <laughs> run our test, run our test. Cubs coach, his name is Dick Pohl. <laughs> okay. Stanislaus State graduate, uh, first base coach for the Royals, Rusty Kuntz. Oh, that guy went to Stanislaus? Yep. I had no idea. Then we I, had remember Chad... seeing, I remember seeing a baseball card of that, too. I was like, yep. What? Is that real? Then we had, uh, we have Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> okay. Pete Lecoq. The Brickshaw Ferguson. Here we go. The Brickshaw. WNBA player. Dewana Bonner. Dewana Bonner. Milton that sounds Bradley. Like a, that last one sounds like an Austin Powers name. <laughs> For real. I got Vanna Hump a lot. <laughs> Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley. World be free, old basketball player. Bo Hart. Dickie Simskins. <laughs> here we go, here we go, soccer player. Dean Windass. Windass. We all remember this guy, John David Booty. Oh, uh, USC graduate. <laughs> mm -hmm. My guy, uh, Richie Incognito. Is he still at the Raiders? I mean, no, last year he was on under contract, but his yeah. contract up? Yeah, it's up. Uh, but it, it, okay, if he does play again, he will play with the Raiders, but 
Doubt it. Incognito. Stubby Clap, an infielder for the Cardinals. Let me scroll through these. <laughs> coach for, I don't even know who he's, a basketball coach for somewhere. His name is Fat Weaver. Fat Weaver, huh? And he's skinny as fuck. <laughs> of course. Coco Chris. Chris Winkie. Remember Chris Winkie? No, Chris Winkie. He was the quarterback for that uh, Florida State team, and then he bounced around. He was actually pretty good. I think he won a, a, a natty. Are you, in the, are you in the top 10? No, I'm at 19 now. All right, 18. Coach for the Colts, bounce around. Jim Bob Cooter. Remember him? Jim Bob. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> Jim Bob. OJ Mayo. OJ Mayo. Grant Balfour. Remember that? That closer, he bounced around from the A's. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's from like Australia or something. Here you go. At 15, your guy from the Angels back in the day, Al Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. Really good uh, reliever for a while, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, Spud Webb. Spud Webb, basketball player. Yeah, he was like five foot two. <laughs> Um, Dick Buckus, there you go. At that, at five. Popeye Jones at three, and then oh, dude, you're one number one for there is Dick Circle. You got it. But one that we Dick all Circle. forgot at number two was Ha Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> you remember that DB from? Alabama, he like bounced around from the Green Bay Packers. And oh, no. His name is Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Dix. Okay. <laughs> and what was number one again? What was it? Dick Trickle. Oh, yeah. Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. <laughs> so, you know, now we're, uh, Christian and I are going to talk about like our uh, all time uh, baseball lineups by position, batting order, pitching. Starting pitching, relief pitching. I I'm sure he did too, but I wouldn't like even like all time best managers and even home field. So uh let's let's hear what you have. Okay. All right. So I'll just um start with the lineup first. Uh leading off, uh I had Ricky Henderson. Playing center. I have him uh left field. Left, okay. Left field, you know, he's getting on base and he's still in second, no matter what. He's probably still in third. I was, have you, I mean, I like looking at these guys' stats just for fun, but he, in 1982, he had 130 stolen bases. What the fuck? Are you serious? 130. Oh my God crazy right he's at he has like three seasons where he steals over 100 bases you know nobody even comes close yeah. to that these in days. 1980 he had 100 in 1982 he had 130 in 83 he had 108 jesus christ i mean we don't even see 60s uh uh stolen bases a season uh these days right Dude, and, right so all right so we don't see we don't see 40 
right? All right. So I mean, it's different now these days. Stolen base is just not not worth it. But uh, you know, I can't imagine seeing 130 stolen bases. Okay, let's just say this: like we don't see 40, maybe a handful of times in a season by any player, right? Right, bro. His stolen bases. He went. I'll go from his rookie year all the way down. He went 33, 100, 56, 130, 108, 66, 80, 87, 41, 93, 77, 25, 52, 65, 58, 48, 53, 31, 22, 22, 22, 32. Even, dude, even in fucking 97, he had 37. Like, yeah, his hold on. He's he's still putting up 30, 40, 60 stolen bases at age 39. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, why why 40-year-old guy still 30 bags? Has the catchers gotten that much better in like the pop times, or like has like the pitchers going to home plate fast? I, I don't fucking know. Guy can just take second and third, no problem. But he's my leadoff guy. You know, he's uh it's literally, bro. It's literally, right? Straight up. Yep. All right. But I got him getting on base and uh, uh, for center field, my number two uh, coming up to the plate, Mike Trout. Okay. He's he's, I mean, he's got a couple of MVP seasons and probably could have a couple more easily if uh, Miguel Cabrera didn't get the triple crown, and you know, we're witnessing greatness right now with with him in center field definitely the best best, uh, best player in the past 10 years it's unfortunate with you know the team uh not really making playoffs because you know that's uh sucks to see best p- baseball player in the league not not make playoffs but um you know look at his numbers it's just ridiculous what he what he's done so he's number two uh Number three, I have uh, in right field, Hank Aaron. Okay. And it's just got video game numbers. I was, let's see, I have them up here. A crazy stat about Hank Aaron, which a lot of people don't know, is even if he didn't hit 755 home runs, he would still have enough hits to make the Hall of Fame. You take those home runs away as hits, and he would still have enough. Which is mind blowing, and he's. I'm looking here. He was an all star from 1955 to 1975 Jeez. for 20 plus years. He was it uh, for for 20 years. He was an all star, and MVP votes in just about every single one of those years. So you haven't batting three. I haven't batting three. I got uh, number four, DH uh, Babe Ruth. Okay. Uh, third base. Uh, batting fifth, George Brett. Really, you went Brett there? Okay, George Brett. Yeah, thought about. I figured you'd have uh, someone from the Braves playing third base. So maybe, maybe, maybe somebody. <laughs> I went with George Brett, but I, whenever I think of George Brett, I just think of uh, the video of him charging the uh, umpire after he had a little bit too much pine tar on his back. His hair is just on fire, looking like he's gonna rip the umpire's head off. <laughs> Wayne Adam and the yeah. The only thing, the only difference between my guy and your guy is my guy's a switch hitter. So, okay. 
both sides of the play. I got it. I got, I got you. Uh, second base, uh, Roger Hornsby. Yep. Just look at his numbers. I almost went Joe Morgan, but it's just like his numbers are nobody's got better numbers than him. They don't. Base. And it's just, you know, you think of second base too, it's just like all the way down to Little League, all the way through, it's just like you're, you weren't good enough to be shortstop. You know? <laughs> like this guy, just, he's the best on the field. He's the best second baseman ever. So, and it's not a power hitting like um, position, you know, like nope. you're, not, you're not expected to like hit a, a second baseman, hit doubles or even home runs. Like, right. So, yeah. I actually, I actually had him on my nine hole. Uh, I, I kind of mixed that one up. Uh, first base, I had Stan Musial. Useful, okay. Stand the man. Stand the man. Um, and then uh, shortstop, I got Cal Ripken Jr. Rip, yep. Yeah, he's going to be there. All reliable. What's he batting for you? I have him uh, uh, eight. Eight? Yeah. So you want to you wanna do your lineup now, and then we'll go to pitchers? And your nine was Hornsby? Yeah. Okay. So my number one leading off playing second base is Hornsby for me. Okay. Batting second, playing first base, Lou Gehrig. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, one of those guys where it's like, obviously we're way too young to like watch him. I really appreciate how good he was. Mm -hmm. Dude, number three, a guy I feared you definitely put on the list, and like I don't give a shit about any of the stuff like behind his steroid use, whatever. Dude, Barry Bonds is batting third for me, and he's fucking playing left field. Yep, I almost wanted I wanted to put him on there, but go ahead. What, what would you say? What would you say to me? Because you, I, I know you didn't like him very much. Uh, I don't like the Giants. Right. Exactly. But, yeah. but dude, you, you and I growing up, like, every single time. We'd be watching like a Kings fucking Lakers game and flip over to Barry Bonds fucking home run watch. He's gonna hit this one and like no matter what sport it was, it flipped to the Giants game. Dude, I was still on the edge of my seat. hitting it into the into the bay. Right. I was still on the edge of my seat. Like hopefully, dude. Ho- and you know what? Like steroids aside and all that conflict about whatever, you can't teach someone to hit a baseball the way he like had the eye and like dude like, i'm sorry like as much of a giants hater i am i'm a huge barry bonds fucking fan huge and definitely like the obviously the numbers he's a home run king but right. i mean and, he was always hitting a home run when he was up what was his record was it 70 74 or was it yeah 73 or something yeah or 73 whatever it was <laughs> 70 it's a ridiculous Give me a break, round. dude. Like <laughs> every every game it felt like every other game, technically, you know, just about he was in the home run. Mm. Going to the games, you know, when he was uh uh, uh when they first got that um, new stadium, it was called Pac Bell Park. Pac Bell, yep. Before it was ATT, like after it was Candlestick. Because I did he was he still in San Francisco when he when they're at Candlestick? He was. He was. He was, he was. yeah. Mm-hmm. Came over from Pittsburgh, but it's just you know, didn't get along with Jim Leland over there at Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, crazy, uh, crazy uh, rumor also, if you want to look it up, is they had a deal with uh, before he got traded to San Francisco to go to Atlanta to play for the Braves. Really? Yeah. And it like fell oh, through. That would have been crazy. But he but was, 
he almost was a World Series champion if it wasn't for the Angels in 2002. Mm-hmm. You know, right there, as close as you can get, but it's just like just an iconic hitter with the big, huge uh, arm guard. You had one of those, too, didn't you? You had one of those <laughs> arm guards. Never he, used it. He never used it. He was fucking standing on top of the plate, daring guys to hit, like pitch him like inside. Like, do you remember some of the most epic like foul balls, like to right field, like? 35 40 fucking feet foul but it'd be like such a violent swing oh yeah but dude the thing about that though is like in today's game joey gallo those type of guys that have huge big swings yeah that's one thing but barry had the eye he had such a good eye to where he wouldn't swing it he's a leader in walks isn't he yeah he's a leader in walks yeah no one even went up close to that and it was like it was like bad for the game almost because he was so good. It was just like, yep, they're gonna walk him for three or four times a game. Right. You know, every single time he's up, they're gonna walk him. They they walked him in when there's bases loaded. Like whatever <laughs> I mean, happens. Cool. He's probably gonna hit a grand slam. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one instead of four for sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know what? I didn't I didn't add him. I wanted to just because he was just known to be a huge asshole, you know? I he was. And he was. on a, a team that almost won the World Series, so, you know, it almost uh, paid off in the end. But it's just like, I think I, I was listening to a podcast they were talking about Jeff Kent and how big of a dickhead he was. But it's like, he wasn't known as being the asshole on the team. Barry Bonds was, you know? Barry and Bonds then, was. We got asshole. into it. They got into it. It was a huge highlight, him and Jeff Kent. Got oh, into it. That. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I didn't I didn't add him. But definitely the best, you know, one of the very best hitters uh in the game ever. And it, it was a whole lot of fun to watch. I felt, you know, blessed uh, I, I gotta watch those games when yeah. I did again, me being a fucking huge Giants hater, like that was a fun time in baseball, like for sure. And that being said, also like Kent was definitely in my top three for second baseman because he has the most home runs as a second baseman. Who? Jeff Kent. Oh, yeah. So he was definitely in my top uh, in the mix. Yeah. But, uh, he was a fucking asshole also. He was a prick too. Yeah. But um, for me, uh, batting, batting four cleanup is Hank Aaron playing right. Hammer and Hank. Yeah. And then... Batten five, which is absolutely crazy. Batten five is babe. DH and <laughs> sounds weird for them. Isn't it crazy? Hornsby, Garrick, Bonds, Aaron, Babe. Like, okay. And then uh at six, the best, I wouldn't even say third baseman. I'd say the best switching infielder of all time. Chipper Jones. Yeah. Is there how long, did he, how long did he do it for the Braves? How many years? I'll look that up right now. But uh, I mean, give me give me another consistent switch hitting infielder, not even third baseman, switch hitting infielder. Even though first baseman in there. I remember when he retired, it was uh and he also he also dabbled and left from time to time, also. <laughs> So Chipper played 19 years in the bigs. Unfucking real. His most of our, most of our lives. <laughs> For real. 
So his uh he had 468 home runs, 1623 ribbies. His on-base percentage was 401 and his batting average was 303. Should build a statue for him in Atlanta. What's that? Build a statue for him in Atlanta. That's what they should do. <laughs> but yeah, he he balled for sure. So I have him batting fucking six. Uh-huh. Seven playing center field. I was debating between him and Willie Mays and Maybe it's because I'm like younger. I went, I went Griffey. Griffey. Griffey in center, bat in seven. Catching. I, remember, I remember playing his, his video game, King Griffey. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Over at Manny's house. <laughs> Such a sweet swing, though. Like, you know, he's he, so he cool. Was, like, iconic uh, backwards hat. And it's like you can pull it off. He's King Griffey Jr. Well, that, that was a thing, too. I've, I've listened to a few documentaries on like how that kind of like transformed in the game to where like it kind of like got younger kids interested in baseball because baseball before that was so clean cut white guys with the fucking tucked yeah, in shirt. Yeah, it's cool. And then Griffey comes and he has the cleats and he has the swing and that kind of like was the same time we were like basketball got like the long shorts and like the high black socks and like hip hop came like around that same time. Like uh, it was kind of like a perfect storm in essence. I, I listened to a documentary about it and I was like, you know what? Like I kinda, he, was a, he was the face of the sport for a little while. He know? really was. And kind of like the case, kind of like the, with Mike Trout and the Angels, you know, Seattle never really they had the iconic season where they won like 116 games, right? He was, part, was he part of that? Yeah, lost first prize. He was like, he was part of that team, wasn't he? Or no? No, no. I can't remember because Randy Johnson, oh, no, Randy was, Johnson was on. Uh, yeah, I think so. But Griffey went to Cincinnati by then. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. That, that, that was Ichiro's like, like second or third year when they were like really, really good. But yeah, it's crazy because the the hip hop and everything with like the like the backwards hat and like the earrings and the way like you know he swing. Remember like there was like different like training like apparatus like swing this way and like it's like the Griffey swing. So you have like the upward angle. Like there's so much shit about the Griffies. He had like tennis shoes. He had cleats. He had his batting gloves. Like he. Griffey was the guy. And that was like so much like different than the face of the sport. Right. For sure. For sure. And that was my guy. But uh and he he probably could have put a lot better numbers, but he's he's kind of hurt, you know. Yeah, hurt. Mm-hmm. That's like why a lot of people never really uh uh thought he did steroids because he was always hurt a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. You know? So definitely, definitely could have had a lot um, uh higher numbers if uh just stayed a little bit more healthy. And you know what? Like now that you say that too, it kind of makes me wonder about like how there isn't that many like steroid pops like in Major League Baseball today. Is it because like the science behind like the trainers has gotten that good to where they don't have to use supplements, to where they have like all these this equipment, they have all this like knowledge to where like you can rehab guys faster 
you know, by different techniques like this and that. And compared to like them, oh, I can only do so much. Like here, just take this and like, you'll get better faster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, could you imagine? for maybe for a different day you know a different different podcast i got that yeah for sure. <laughs> get into we really that's something to really dig into i got so, you on that one who, who do you got who do you got coming in after king griffey i got yogi batting eight catching for me okay oh that's why i didn't i didn't forget i forgot my catcher i had johnny bench as my catcher oh you did okay yeah. go ahead though and then i had cal playing shortstop bro yeah mm-hmm. this is a guy Old reliable, you know, he's mm-hmm. always going to be there. Who's your, uh, I don't remember, you know what? When I think of Cal Ripken Jr. too, I, I, I remember like, uh, there was an all star game where he was, uh, he was at shortstop and, or they, they tried sending, uh, Alex Rodriguez over at shortstop and, and like he, you know, he gave shortstop up for, uh, for Cal Ripken to, uh, to play there, you know, because that was, that was his position. So, I don't know if you remember that one of the all-star oh games. yeah I do and that was the same that was his last all-star game and then yeah 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 That's his first sure. his first pitch at bat he hit a home run okay I think I was watching that game over at your house yeah years ago. <laughs> unbelievable about like how many games in a row he played like like what you're just saying about steroids and like obviously that's for long season for 152 games season you know i mean and let's be clear the majority of baseball players that do take peds they're not trying to get fucking jacked out of their minds that's not their goal they're like when they do that stuff is to stay as healthy as possible for as long as possible steroids like helps you i wouldn't even say steroids peds like whatever you want to call it like it helps the recovery time and that's like the major reason why these guys do what they do because they are playing every fucking day i was just i'm looking up the record right now i was just looking at the um like the schedule for the diamondbacks and they're playing like two games in st louis and they go two games in new york and then four games here like don't get an off day for three weeks. Exactly. Exactly. Like played 2,632 games in a row, which, I mean, the record before that was Lou Gehrig's 130. I don't know, it, it, Lou Gehrig's uh, record, it stood for 56 years before Cal Ripken Jr. broke it. Jeez. And no one's even ever come close to this. Damn. And it, it's really hard to fathom just how you know showing up to work that many days in a row a hundred percent and like not even like show up to work but like performing at a high level the way he had like how many times we show up to work grossy over the fucking 15 years like we've been out of high school and like we have our days where i don't want to be here like fuck this like homeboy's still going out there and fucking balling we have putting up all-star numbers for that many games in a row all right, give me your give me your staff. Okay, you want to do uh, you want to do uh, bullpen first, and then end with the starting pitchers. All right, let's do that. Okay, so first guy I got coming out of my pen, uh, I have Trevor Hoffman. <laughs> okay, 
Um, then I got Francisco Rodriguez as my uh, lefty specialist. F-Rod or what, dude? Yeah, K-Rod. K-Rod, that's what it was. K-Rod. That's right. He was an angel for a while, right? Yeah, he put up uh, he put up 62 saves in 2008. What the fuck? Pretty crazy. I hadn't I didn't know that until I looked it up. You know, I was expecting you know 30, maybe 40 saves. You know, but 62 saves. That's twice as many as most other good seasons for a a closer. You know, 62. Oh wait. Yeah. How good was that team? Like. Um. Shoot. I have to look it up. But that was that was his last year with the Angels. Then he went to the Nets and still balled Six, out with the Nets. But so sixty-two saves alone is like sixty-two wins. Like, did they make the playoffs? They had to make the playoffs, right? I'm, I, in two thousand eight, probably. I mean, I can't remember it well. But that's so many. But saves. Are good. Yeah, sixty-two. That's my lefty specialist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another guy I got. Uh, setup he's kind of a submarine guy and i don't know if you've heard of him he's a, a laverne alumni which is why i kind of went with him is a uh, dan quisenberry dan quisenberry he pitched he pitched i think he's in the like early 80s maybe but laverne alumni alumni and uh he's got like numbers to that can go up with any any of the closers but he just didn't do it as long i think he had like four or five really good seasons where he, he dominated but that that was about it, but you know, if you look at all of his numbers, you don't have uh, Fuente, you don't have Fuentes on there. No, I didn't go with Fuentes. I yeah, I went with uh, K. Rod instead. Yeah. Another another pitcher that I think that's who they kind of went, who they had after they uh you know uh were done with K. Rod. So when you uh, were a, you were a sophomore or a redshirt sophomore when you got Fuentes glove. Uh. I think I was a, a sophomore because he, he came from Reset College too. So he would come back and make some generous donations to the club. So how did you go about how do you go about getting that? He gave it to my our uh, pitching coach, uh, Nate Devine. He gave Nate like he gave Nate two really nice Rawlings gloves, you know, that were like custom, I think. And then I asked, I asked my coach, I'm like, hey, do you need both of those? And oh, you me, asked it for him. I yeah, yeah. Well, like he was right there he was right there it's like he gave him the name and was like can 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 i get one of those and you know nate was like in, trying to be nice in front of uh uh brian fuentes yeah you could have one he didn't want to give me the glove but that's how i came up with it so you asked at the perfect you know? time if you would like yeah. ask like anywhere else he'd been like Fuck and off. that was again that was i used that glove the rest of my college career so. i remember that yeah i kept that thing i would i would i would i would sleep it on my bed for you know a number of years that was a rollings right pro pro p yeah yeah i had cool stitching on the sides and everything but <laughs> um my uh closer though my my closer closer i'm sure you got it he's he's everyone's closer my Rivera. yep most dominant closer of all time so clutch i mean he was all the years that he was with the yankees closing down those big games at, in deep in the playoffs or in the world series lights out One shaving pick. people's deaths yeah, one pitch. One pitch. Ruthless to lefties. It, it's the um, it's it's the cutter. It's the cutter. <laughs> just that I'm, natural, natural, natural cut movement, just sawing off bats left and right, no problem. And you remember, I mean, you remember the closing when he uh, was retiring. You know, 
uh, the retirement tour, like a lot Hell of yeah. You know, I, I can't remember it was Boston gave him like a, a golden like broken bat or something like just because he's broken a million bats in his career and they did you know they I think they did a I remember watching the documentary on him he you know he came from humble beginnings playing, oh, playing yeah. catch uh was he another Dominican Republic guy I think he was Puerto DR guy yeah or Puerto uh, Rico or, playing, or no we gotta get it right but you know playing playing uh uh catch with a piece of cardboard as a glove right no for sure and that was his thing was like he, he's built like me bro he's like fucking five nine five ten right like yeah not a big guy but for years oh panama oh that's right i should have known that 17 seasons and you know you're you're closing games in new york the biggest stage yeah highest yeah, but, a, a fan base that could turn on you if you have a couple, you know, it happens over all this Chapman every year, you know, mm-hmm. you have bad years and crowd starts booing them. But I mean, you know what? The, never had like any, it never seemed like he had any of those bad stretches for Mario Rivera. There's, there's something to be said about that too, kind of like what we were talking about in, um, in terms of basketball, where like you want the seven foot center that's huge, like the game changes, whatever. Mario Rivera through like what, 90, 91, 92? if that um for for probably for the most of his career but i, I can't i can't remember exactly how hard he was never overpowering he was never a guy that's gonna like throw something by you it no. was always like weak contact or location or like you know this and that like how different is that compared to today's game to where every single fucking closer or is throwing a hundred plus like yeah it's so different man the game has changed so much in so many different aspects he dealt, held it down for all of the 90s though he okay. really did man and you know what 99 world series mvp <sighs> closer the mvp you know what i saw that highlight i think he had like two different like six hour saves like <laughs> yeah awesome. crazy man that's so crazy so who'd you have uh, coming out of your pen? All right. So I had Mo. I also had uh, Trevor Hoffman, mm-hmm. but he had. Right? Yeah. So I have a few that you don't have. I, Dennis Eckersley. Uh-huh. Way before our time, but, like, his numbers don't lie. Raleigh Fingers. <laughs> Top five mustache list, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, I got Goose, Rich, uh, Goslin. Uh, he, he has some fucking, some numbers for sure, again, for our time. But one guy that I'm going to definitely put, like, on five, maybe, is Josh Hader. Yeah. That guy's fun to watch, that's for sure. He's throwing his arms coming, like, outside the circle. And, like, almost like, you know, kind of like Randy Johnson. Like, like Right, for sure, definitely. He's been dominant, and, you know, he doesn't have the save numbers just because Coach brings him in uh, uh, in tough situations, you know, brings him mm-hmm. in early. But he gets the job done. Hell, yeah, he does. 
That's a good one. Who do you have uh, as coaching? What's your, what's who your do you sport? have? Who do you have? I'm, I'm curious. Who do you, you, you go ahead on that one. I'm... So I wouldn't say this is the best skipper. I would just say my favorite, Bobby Cox. Bobby Cox. I want that guy on my team. If I fuck up, he's going to be the first one out there fucking chewing the umpire's ass. He was with the Braves for out for a long time. And, and leads every Braves, fucking When they, they were just making playoffs every single year, he was, he was a guy. And he got him. thrown out probably every other game. <laughs> Good for TBS sports. <laughs> For mine, I have a uh, Dottori. Dottori, okay. Just because, like, he was through the 90s or, like, you know, when the Yankees were winning all those World Series, he was ahead. And, like, I, I just remember a lot of the games, like, I, the Yankees would be on and he'd be in the dugout, like, with his eyes closed. Like, <laughs> he would be coaching. <laughs> but, you know, his he, team, his team looked- were winning 100 games those, those years. He'd be sleeping in, you know. And he looks like a New Yorker. Like, he looks like someone that, like, from the Bronx. Like, he is a fucking... Even when he went to L.A., like, no. You're you're definitely from New York. That's funny as shit. So, out of the three big stadiums, Boston, L.A., and... Wrigley? Wrigley. I, I wouldn't even say yet. What What are your your favorite, like... If you were to have a home game with your squad and you're managing it, what would be your home field? Um, you know what? I, I'm just uh, – I guess it's kind of biased because obviously I haven't been to Boston or, or Wrigley, and I heard those are some of the best. But I like, I like uh, Giant Stadium, San Francisco. What is it, what is it, what is it now? I've changed the name so many times. No, no, no. Like the three oldest ones first. So like between those oh. three, the oldest ones, L.A., Wrigley, or Boston? Oh. Boston. I like Boston. Fenway? Yeah, Fenway. The only reason I disagree is I'd go L.A. just because of the weather. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Didn't think about that. So you just, like, told me what your favorite – park isn't all of baseball mine never been there before but in my opinion pnc park in in pittsburgh that view is pretty cool Probably i heard that if you is that i'll have to look at but one of the parks in the bigs that if you get a home run far enough the ball lands in a different state oh really I just like, you know, giant stadiums, like you hit the ball far enough. It's a splash landing. It goes in the water. Yeah. It's like cool. it doesn't happen very often just because Barry Bonds isn't up to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the bay is right there, but PNC is a good. I, I like the views, the pictures of, the, uh, of that stadium. But, or- Oracle now. It's called Oracle Park now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's do some starting pitching here. So uh, let's hear your top five, G. Number one, uh, my number one guy I'm starting the World Series with uh, is uh, Nolan Ryan. Okay. You know, he's all-time, all-time strikeout leader. He's got 
He's coming from a, a day in baseball when you could throw 330 strikeouts in a, I mean, 330 innings in a, a season. And, um, you know, nobody, nobody thought twice about it. So he's my number one guy. Your pitch uh, count can go 112 plus and no one would say shit. Nope. No problem. That's pretty much how a lot of these guys are on my list. But uh, number two, I have Roger Clemens coming in. Okay. Passed around for a couple of different teams, but I'd say, you know, his best years were with New York and Boston, right? Right. But he's uh, kind of in the same, like, category, steroids. Yeah. But, I mean, he was good for so long. Steroids that doesn't cool. Like, cool. teach you how to pitch that way, though. Like, yeah. His nickname is pretty cool, too. The Rocket. The Rocket, yeah. <laughs> Just a another flamethrower. Number three, I have uh, my favorite lefty of all time, Randy Johnson. The okay. big unit. The big unit. Yeah, he's. You remember when he played for Seattle? And he had that. Well, he always had a big mullet, but I think he was closing games, right? With uh, no, he's always always a starter. Always a starter. I thought he was out of the pen. I, I could be wrong, right? but uh, but yeah. you remember? You remember when we were in high school when we played against uh, East Union and East Union's like his uh, nephew. Was Randy Johnson like he? he, he oh yeah, he's a righty. Yeah, I do remember that. It's like, oh, that guy's really good because his his uncle is Randy Johnson. Huge <laughs> pussy. Huge. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I, when I think of East I think of Trey Lopez. Hey, it's Trey Lopez. <laughs> I, I, you know what? He the game I, with his grill in. I think. I hope. Yeah. I hope Trey Lopez hears this. Trey Lopez. <laughs> Shout out to you, Trey Lopez. Shout out, brother. Who played uh, uh, for East Union Baseball in 2000, 2007, 2008. Yep. <laughs> um, number four, I got Pedro Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Five nine dude that can throw fucking cheese. Yeah, small guy, but still bulldog on the mound. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Was it Zimmerman down on the ground? 80-year-old uh, Zimmerman, the uh, no, pitching coach for the Yankees. No, it was uh, – Oh, it's not Zimmerman. What's his name? Um, the, uh, not oh. LaRussa. Uh, not LaRussa. It was uh, – LaSorda. No. 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 Dang. Well, now this is going to bug me. Uh, Don Zimmer. <laughs> when Remember he pushed that? him down, he, he, gets like in, he gets into Pedro Martinez's face and just like grabs him by the head and just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Guy goes rolling. Dude, I remember when, um, a crazy story. I remember when we were like 13, maybe younger, we were down in Southern California and it was in between games, like in a tournament, and we we're at the Sizzler and we all like were like sitting there like watching and like baseball, like whatever the fuck it was, like we're like for a baseball tournament, but I totally remember seeing fucking uh who was it like trying it was uh A Rod trying to fucking fight uh Baratek? Yes. Baratek, the ca- uh, catcher for the Boston Red Sox. Yes. You remember that whole that whole like experience. zoomed in on A Rod's face, and you could see, "Fuck you, fuck yeah. you." <laughs> Dude, we were like us for we were so young. I remember like being in there, 
like in Sizzler and watching it. And be like, What's going on? Like, I had no idea. Like, but looking back, remember on you that, so juiced about it though. <laughs> for real, and that was like when everyone thought A Rod was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that though. It was like there's I don't know if there was a play at the plate or there's a pop up, but like A Rod tried like hitting the ball out of Jason Veritek's glove. Yeah, it was like no someone at first base and like they caught it and like A Rod like slapped it down. Yeah, we like try to reach in the glove and like grab the ball and like kind of like hit it out. Dirty player, dirty. <laughs> player. Hell oh, yeah! On that whole Yankees and Red Sox rivalry, that was fun, or it is fun, I guess. But let's see, that's who I want. That guy, yeah, uh, Pedro Martinez, the guy that threw down old Don Zimmer. That's who I want. My number four, uh, my all-time list. Number five, probably a little controversial. I have a uh, Clayton Kershaw there. Though. Okay, you know what? Clayton Definitely, Kershaw, I, I think I, the I best pitcher we've seen in our generation in his prime. Hell yeah! Like, for and, sure. You know, probably the best. I mean, if you look at his uh, regular season numbers, they're out of this world. You know, probably mm-hmm. one of the best. Uh, you know, in in season best pitchers we've seen. You know, he did. He won an MVP one year, didn't he? Yeah. Almost two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously not the many- best in playoffs, but it's like, you know, it's just, uh, there's just this, such a difference between his playoff numbers and his regular season numbers. And he, he's got, uh, it's always been uh, on the injured list every now and then. But right. Yeah. He definitely you know, those yeah. are pretty crazy. gets banged up for sure. And you know what? That's pretty good. Something like, I, I, I like that. And, uh, Clayton Kershaw, man, like that guy. There's something to be said about like him, like the way that he goes about every year. And he's a class act. Let me put it that way. Like he's a class act and he performs. And when he is hurt, he's hurt. And like he goes in the IL and like he's not one of those guys where he's going to try and like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then throws and then fucking two hours later he's his era is like through the roof because he's he's trying to fucking well right. kind of like what you're saying like he is a vet and he knows his body and like that kind of like puts him to where he knows like okay i'm not injured but i'm hurt i need some time let me go on the 15 day and and it makes sense just because like okay dodgers are going to be in playoffs like it doesn't it's not like and dodgers have a million other pitchers that they can throw that are you know all stars are better uh they can just back them up so it's like I, I get it like they're they're trying to win world series because they got the best best team out there so it's like you know they're, he's playing the long runs like to uh playing uh playing the playoffs so um but yeah he's he's on my list i like that for sure so i'm i'm gonna go backwards i'm gonna go five to, to one uh-huh. so my like five i'm i'm gonna go like kind of a half and half with Maddox and Glavin. Maddox and Glavin. Being a Braves fan all those years, I kind of have to like, you know. That was a fun staff. That was a... Who was it? Who else was in there? Glavin, uh, Maddox, and Schmoltz. Yep. Those three guys. You know what? Throw all three of those fuckers in there. Like... (laughs) That was a fun staff. You know what, though? That being said, 
I'm I'm sure I said it like in like past pods, but how many like go back and how many times you see fucking Javi Lopez sit up fucking three inches outside and they get fucking Maddox, Glavin, or Smalls hits in between the legs and you see it on TV. It's that fucking far outside. Strike three. Like <laughs> so many times this happened. Like, and now that like the umpires didn't scrutinize more and more. Like, I don't want to say it, but I don't think like the those type of pitchers would like be as good as they like they were in this day day and age. Just because the the way they call pitches, like well, just because there's like there's so much like technology behind like if you fucking don't call a strike when it is a strike, like there's it's documented. Like yeah. Every single so catching catching framing, you know, good good framers are gonna be a thing of the past sooner or later. And now they're fucking on one knee. So you can like get like as low as you can for every fucking yeah. baseball has changed so much, like so much. So basically, in my opinion, in their era, they were the best at what they did. But I wouldn't go out and say like those type of guys would like be as good as they are in this like this day and age. Curious to see how uh, Maddox would be though, you know, just that's that's a guy it's just uh not known to be a power pitcher at all he's such a always in his spots kind of a guy and mm-hmm. yeah greg maddox was definitely definitely the best pitcher when we were when we were young so i had uh maddox you know glavin smalls whatever dude number four new age i go the grom the grom We've never seen a guy like that throws a hundred plus and is as nasty as he is. Like that being said, his longevity, who knows? Because he really hasn't like been so much potential, you know. Imagine that he could just be healthy, where his numbers would be at Mm -hmm. today. After that, I have Pedro. Pedro. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember uh can't remember i was watching an interview like he's he had a gem of a game and they were just interviewing him after the game he said he he started off uh every single hitter uh, every the entire game he had a cg it was like a one hitter or something he started every hitter off with a changeup. it's like that was one of it was one of his best pitch but it's like what he, starting hitters off with a changeup every single hitter that would be three or four times changeups coming first pitch that would fuck me up so bad like a, a well-located changeup, in my opinion, was the hardest hit, hardest pitch to hit in baseball by far, by far. The same arm, you know what, between that and a, like a splitty, the same arm action, the same everything, and you're fucking swinging like three times before the ball gets there. Like, <laughs> That's what it's, so, it's so hard, <laughs> especially, especially righty-lefty, especially righty-lefty. If you're, I mean, and if you're throwing that as your first pitch, that, you know, that's, that just means you're, you got all the confidence in the world in that pitch. Nobody can hit it. And you can throw <laughs> for a strike. Yeah. So like, all right, I know he's, he's going to throw this. I'm going to spit on it. Oh, it's a strike. Now what? Like, what do you, now what do you think he's going to throw? 
because you might throw the same fucking pitch, but you might think it's a fastball and you're swinging fucking four times before the ball gets to the goddamn plate. Like, unbelievable, man. Like, that guy was fun to watch. That's for sure. Didn't take no shit from people either. Like I said, he threw that old man Tom Zimmer onto the ground. <laughs> oh my God. Do it. You know what? That was a tournament that we had Craig Cavalero come with us. On Team Prove It? Yeah. And he like had all he brought was, was a grocery bag with like a change of clothes and like a razor and a toothbrush. <laughs> a razor. And my dad like, when we were like 13 years old. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. And that was your what did you do? Your three or number two guy? That was my uh so I had number three with Pedro, right? Uh, two, Rainy Johnson. Can't go wrong there. The big unit. The big unit. And then one that obviously way older than us. And I didn't realize how good he was until I looked his stats up, but fucking Tom Seaver. Oh, okay. I was, I was thinking about putting him on my list. Tom Seaver is a way better stats than... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say way better, but like better stats than Nolan Ryan, but Nolan Ryan has like the no hitters and he also has all those fucking issues with him fucking yelling at umpires. And so <laughs> like that Texas asshole. Yeah. Only yeah. there's like a way we could simulate this, this game. Dude, how cool would it be to like do like a, it's my squad, your squad. If you enjoyed, please leave a five-star review and or a comment about what you liked about the podcast. Thank you for listening to Hillbilly Ballers Banter. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time. Later, bitches.